AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, so I have to start this week because (laughs) this is a success story. Is this an act casual success success. story? We had... Is is that like the opposite of acting casual? Like we're acting like... Solving crimes all day is what it feels like. And is it actually, is it, um, we keep saying a success. Is it a sex success? A sex success, if you will. It's a sex success. This is from last week. We read a story from a girl named Molly, a lady named Molly. Sorry for calling you a girl. Um, she was struggling in a relationship. She was hooking up with an, um, a chef. It was an ex though, but he was kind of an ex. Then he was like, he basically the only guy she said she's ever been in love with. And, um, he was engaged, maybe married. I can't even remember. She tells us in this thing also had knocked up the girl and Baby Molly was still hooking up with him feeling very guilty about it. And so she asked for our advice. We gave it and we told Molly she has to stop. She had to stop because she deserved more. Not because she was doing something wrong, because well, she deserved more. I mean, but right. Yeah. It was, she knew she was doing something right, wrong. So we didn't she, even need we to weren't tell telling, her that. We weren't judging her. We were saying that she deserved you more. You deserve more, Molly. So she actually wrote us back this week. Oh, and I Molly. wanted to share with everyone how Molly is doing. Hi, Kelly. Just wanted to give you an update. When I heard that... The, that I was on the podcast last week, I was mortified and absolutely sick to my stomach. I actually can't believe I have left him to do this and let left him let him do this and let it get this bad. A lot has changed over the weekend and I had to come a come to Jesus moment. I have since told him that we are done. Go Molly. Go Molly. He agreed that things needed to change, but I had to be firm and strong in my words. He knows I meant business. I've deleted and blocked him from my phone, social media, and have no way to contact him. No more hookups ever in all caps. He needs to be at home with his wife. He actually had gotten married. Um, I just didn't know. And soon to be son next month. God, that poor girl back at home. So Molly, you need to. He's a liar too. He's a God. fucking liar. This guy's a douche. No more eating at his restaurant and no more contact. And I just like that girl at home. I feel terrible for her. Molly, I'm like 
happy for you that you got away from this dude. And I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't feel terrible for her because of Molly. I feel ter- no, terrible, terrible for, because, because of, of who she dude. married. Yes. She said, you guys are right. I need someone to treat me like a queen. It's not fair to me or to his family. I really think I just needed to blurt it out and get it off my chest. Thanks for allowing me to do it. The girls at the hospital I work at have been telling me for months that I deserve more, but I just always sold myself short. Guess I just needed to humiliate myself in order to make it right. This Spokane girl is going to hold her head up high. Maybe if I'm away from that nonsense, I'll be able to find someone who actually loves me. Just thought you needed an update because Friday's episode sent me into a deep, dark spiral. I hate that part of this. But this weekend was a nightmare of emotions. Hopefully my story can be made for good, not evil. And who knows? Maybe there's someone else out there who just needs to look themselves in the mirror and believe that they are worthy. Hope you had a happy birthday. Cheers to the best year yet. I am proud of Molly. I'm so proud of Molly. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> sex, I'm just kidding. Success. But no, honestly, Molly, I'm so proud and I'm so glad that we could help you at all. The biggest message in all of this is that you deserve more and um, you deserve to be with a guy who's going to love you and make you his girl and make you his priority. Well, like, you and, don't need to be second best. And I love what she's the analogy that she said about like holding her head high. Yes. Because whether or not she probably realized it, she probably was like looking down. She was feeling down about herself. Shame. Like, she's going to, I mean, if bars are ever open again, but right. she's going to be able to walk into bars and restaurants like tits up. Shoulders yep. back, yep. head held high, yep. and some dude's gonna see her, and she's she's gonna find the right guy. I believe in that. Good job, Molly. That's our six success story of the week. <laughs> we, we need to trademark that. I'm gonna verbally trademark <laughs> <TM>. success. <laughs> Um, maybe that's our next t-shirt. Our merch is so good. It's so Hannah good. Queefed. What was the other Hannah one? Queefed. Try anal. <laughs> Tried anal question mark like got milk. That's right. <laughs> Tried anal. <laughs> All right. I'm a little out of it today. I mean, I will tell you, I've just been struggling a bit lately. Corona coaster. Does it hit you? Oh, God. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what day it is. Well, it's Thursday. So there oh my you God, go. I would have said Tuesday if you asked me. Right. Exactly. I, I still feel like. I keep feeling this like I'm going to get revved up. I'm going to get going. Life is going back to normal. And then, you know, like I have work that gets booked. And then it's like in one day, shit just like goes away again. And it's like, no, we need to retract back phases. And everyone, it's like when I watch the numbers, I get, I can get kind of dark because it just like, where is there an end in sight with this? I think it's going to take moving to another country. Oh my God. I'm going to move to New York if they'll let me in. He's the only one who I think is doing it right. But that's another story. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just I've just been on a little bit of a Corona coaster. But we did want to go ahead and get to the topics that we had mentioned a couple weeks ago. Um, I had talked about this on my Instagram and I asked four different questions, I'm pretty sure, which then ended up being very overwhelming in my DMs. But we have a lot of different thoughts about aging and dating. And some of that was the questions, some of that, some of that questions, some of those questions included sex and sex and aging and like, does it get better? And does it get better when you've been in a relationship a long time or does it get worse? And I got mixed messages. And honestly, some of the answers I was shocked by, but we're going to do that in a different podcast. This week, we wanted to start with the topic of do you guys feel pressured to be married or settled by a certain age? 
and you and I have talked about this a lot, Chip, because as a boy, it's very different than what a girl might feel. And those pressures seem extremely different. I wonder, do boys even feel it at all? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I certainly have. Nice. I certainly haven't. I mean, the whole biological clock thing is, I don't think it really exists for guys. Right. Um, and you know, I've I've said this before too. I think geographically, the you know the needs change. Like I think, I think right. that when you live in a smaller town or a smaller city or whatever you feel there is a pressure to probably be married soon, but I don't know that it's because you have this drive to have kids and some of the same sort of things that women are dealing with because our bodies change as we get older. Right. Um, but honestly, I feel like most guys, if they could. Would never would just, get married. Right. Would just do that single life thing, you mm-hmm. know, that doesn't mean that they wouldn't find a best friend. What if a guy wants to have friend. kids though? I think there, look, it's, I think, I, I can't make a blanket statement about it because I'm sure there are plenty of dudes I mean, out that there that statement actually really just got me anxious. <laughs> My stomach <laughs> is like in nuts. Um, no, I think that look, I think that there's definitely guys out there that want kids. It's like kids are fun, right? You know, but as an uncle, but what about wives? I kind of have the best. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I think that I, you're like no, I, I don't think that guys don't want to have wives. It's like look, I see when I see people that are in great relationships, like they are best friends, right? You know, like. Right. And who They've doesn't who doesn't together. want that? You know, I think that the de- the the desire to no more like the need to put a timeline on it. I think is what causes people to fuck up and not find their best friend and then do it. Right. I think if the goal were to find your best friend and then get married when you found your best friend, then we would the divorce rate would probably be a little bit lower. Yeah, it's like I mean I think I kind of went on a rant about this a couple of weeks ago and again as I listen to you talk I'm like oh my god. God, I wish I had a dick. It'd be so fucking easy. <laughs> you guys, it's just like I, I mean, listen, I'm like miss female empowerment and stuff, but I try not to be like super like hater to guys. I have a difficult time because I just, and this isn't fair, but this is how I feel. So I'm just going to say it. I just don't feel like you guys have to face so many of the pressures that we face on a day to day. And then like, we still show up and like do all these things. That's, this is why I always say like women are fucking superheroes. Women are superheroes. They a hundred percent are. Um, Look, I, I've often thought about the fact that, like, w- with the advent of sperm banks, the world doesn't need men anymore. Oh, I've said the same thing. They're not, they're, I mean, men. Tru- <laughs> I wish that I was a lesbian. They, on they truly multiple- are necessary. They, I yeah. mean, men aren't necessary for the continuation of the world um, in terms of reproduction because there's, Maybe we'll there's just plenty of sperm in, just in, in banks. Just things get dicey. Um, well, and it's kind of like what we talked about last week when we were talking about vibrators. I mean, I don't know. Right. You guys are like losing out there too, the maybe. technology, <laughs> yeah. But no, but the thing is too, is I think that in, in, this, in the same way, like a woman should not just get married because she wants to have a kid either. It's like right. fi- find your best friend. Like because right. the idea of marriage is that it's forever and you want – that's what you want is that forever sort of relationship thing. But you all have that biological thing that's inside right. of you that I can't wrap my head around. I'm literally crying. Oh, God. <laughs> I've just made Kelly cry, you guys. 
Uh, I guess I'm um, just gonna talk. <laughs> uh, oh my so, god! So I mean, what I'm saying though is my perspective is a little different because I don't have that thing inside me that is pushing me to do that. Right. Well, I think the deal is like it's not seriously. Am I crying and act casual? What is happening right now? Let it out, girl. I'm not even PMSing, and that's the worst part about this. (laughs) Um, This topic is very raw for me, but yeah, fuck 2019 and 2020. Um, But I think it's like really frustrating because you know I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, but just like the infertility struggles and also feeling like, you know, I had a career I was chasing and wanting a relationship and wanting in that kind of thing, but like not finding the person to do that with. And I mean, I've been, I'm kind of like a serial monogamist, I would say like I've pretty consistently been in relationships, like long-term relationships in my life, but I cannot, there is something in my wiring that if it is not right, I will not get married. And like, that sucks in some ways. Cause like, you know, now I'm facing this struggle of just, I want a kid and I want kids. And is that even going to be an option? And like, there's a high likelihood. No, but then like, you don't want to force a relationship like you're saying, and this pressure of just like, I have to make a decision sort of now about this stuff. And I've never imagined myself doing it by myself. Like it's not something you want to do by yourself. Like I think that people get strong enough and they do it by themselves, but then you can find ways to be empowered in that, but you want a partner in that. And like, not only because that's what we're raised in, but it just makes everything way easier. I think if you have a supportive partner and a buddy in that, like you're saying, find your best friend. Like, you want your support system. And like, even if you have a really supportive friend group, no one's actually in it with you if they're right. not your partner. Right. Even as an uncle, I'm not like, right. You can leave whenever you want. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'll babysit, but like the diapers got to be clean when they right. arrive and, right. you know, schedule it out. So there's no poop session while I'm with them. Yeah. And like, that's something I'm facing at this point in my life majorly. And like, you know, I've talked a lot about like being in a relationship with a guy with two kids and that's been awesome. And it's filled a hole for me and all this stuff. But like, we've kind of come to like a a, a thing with like, is he going to want more kids? And like, he's, that's just like not where he thought he would be in his life. And that sucks because I love him so much. So like, how do you make these decisions? You know? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that um, trying to paint the picture of your life, how it looks in the future, is a really, like, it can be a dangerous thing to do because all we have is today. You know, like, if if we're constantly living for, like, this idea of what we want tomorrow to look like, we're gonna be, we're gonna often feel really disappointed because... Today doesn't always serve tomorrow. Right. Um, and I, I think that's painting it kind of with a broad brushstrokes. But I do think that, like, look, there are lots of ways to have children. You know, mm. you've tried fertility stuff. Everyone knows that sort of saga of your life. There's adoption. There are these girls that are already in your life. Like, right. there are ways to sort of fill that void and um, and get you what you ultimately want. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, oh, it's like right. That's when right. you when you arrive at having children in your life, they can look different. And it, you'll check that box. It'll be like, wait, 
this is what I wanted. Right. And now I have it. Right. You just have this idea of how you want to arrive at it that makes it really difficult. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have dreams and you shouldn't try and make it your reality. You absolutely yeah. should. I think it's sort of what you said you said earlier when we kind of touched on this before we got into this podcast and that really could have cried then. <laughs> but you said, you know, it's that thing, it's that feeling where you don't want to look back on your life and not, and feel like, oh, I wonder if. Right. That's always been my thing. It's like, you know, there's a lot of grief that comes with being told no in, in, in any aspect of your life, right? And like, especially this, because there's genuinely not that much you can do to control it. You can buy this stuff. You can do all these shots. You can try all these amazing procedures that we have available in these days. However, if your body isn't going to work for that, like doctors cannot force it to. It's just a fact. That's what happened for me with the egg freezing. And um, I think that that is a huge thing of like, oh my God, what if I don't actually try to just get pregnant and I mean, that for me is probably going to involve like IVF and stuff like that. But like, if I don't try, am I going to look back when I'm hopefully 80? I'm, hopefully I'm like, make it really high like that. <laughs> but like that I go, God, I wonder what that, would I have ever gotten pregnant? Or like, what, you know, am I missing some part of my life or am I alone at that part of my life? And I like, you know, like you just think that right. way. And it's so hard because as women, we actually do have to prepare. Guys can have kids until the fucking day they die. Right. Like literally a doctor told me that y'all sperm just doesn't go bad. And so it's, it's a lot of pressure. And that was when I started going through the messages, we've kind of gotten off on a tangent. I'm sorry. This is such an emotional topic for me because I mean, also, you know, a couple of these messages were about very cavalier, which I don't actually talk about a lot anymore, but what's that? Yeah. <laughs> but cancel this was, <laughs> I had to, so. this was a topic that we talked about on the second season of the show. And really kind of what got me through, um, a lot of this stuff was connecting with other women about this because it's such a hard topic. And, I think as women, like I'm 38 now, and I think that being single at this age, I mean, I have a boyfriend, but like I'm not married. I've never been married. I haven't had kids yet. It's a shame spiral for a lot of women. And that sucks. Like I hate that, that we feel that way, you know, but I don't also know how to not with the biological clock. Yeah. I'm, but I, I wonder how much of that shame are you thrusting upon yourself? All of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, the thing, cause the thing is, is there's societal pressures, but you don't have to pick up anything you don't want to. Right. But it's like, it is in our programming, especially if you're from the South. It's also though, like if that is a sensitive thing or you, for some reason feel defective because of it, right, yeah. you really pick it up, totally, you know, yeah. like really, really pick it up. Yeah. I mean, look, it is part of your entire journey. So right. the questions that I ask and the statements that I make like, are never to diminish that. Right. It's, I say it more as like to try and lift you up and like see other sides of it. Because when you're in that hole looking up, all you see is the rim, you right. know, and I'm standing on the other side being like, There's hey, so it's really fun more. over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun over here. I don't have kids and I that's don't, true. I don't have that desire to have, I mean, I would love to have kids, but I don't have that thing that's telling me I have to have kids. Yeah. I mean, you, you know? might one day. Yeah. I mean, that's the I, thing. I, I love it, kids. I, I would kill yeah. to have them. Yeah. I can't accidentally get pregnant. Right. You you're know, in I've a, never had a whole these challenges. thing of that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's interesting. Um, 
So it's, I'm just like trying to give a different perspective. On yeah. It. Well, speaking of different perspectives, this message actually came to me from a guy named Matthew. And I thought this was so interesting because I talk so much about the women part of this and I just think, oh, this only relates to women. But Matthew's 35 and this is what he said. I said, my question to you guys was, do you guys feel pressure to be married or settled by a certain age? He said, yes, 100%. I really felt for you and very cavalry doing the whole dating thing and feeling the pressure of needing a family in your 30s. It's constant for my friends and my family, more so family and maybe a backhanded joke. I think that happens a lot. But I come, but come on, don't these people realize we'd be settled by now if we could or wanted to be? I mean, I turned 35 last month and yeah, I definitely want to be settled with a family, but, or I definitely wanted to be settled with a family by now. But I think, I think if I think back to 10 years ago, like, nah, anyway, again, the point is, is it happens to guys too. Totally. Yeah. Where's he from? Can you click on this thing? To... Uh-uh, I just have a screenshot of um, his message. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, like, I look back on some of my friends and, you know, people that I went to high school with and I see like the mistakes that were made and getting yeah. married super early just because of that pressure or the idea that you needed to be married early? Absolutely. Actually, I got a couple of those. This one's from Jackie. She says, I felt pressured to be married by 30. It was a mistake. I'm now happily divorced for years, but I'm single at 39. The biggest difference is that I worked on my confidence and I don't give a shit what society tells me, which is exactly what we were just saying. Right. Like, you can either pick up the shame or you don't have to. And I think what Jackie is saying is actually brilliant. Like do the work on yourself to where you're like, and also I think it's important to build the life that you want, right? you know, like without a partner. And then they always say, I mean, I hate saying they say, they say. but they say that that's when you actually find the right person for you is when you're already happy on your own. Well, and the, I, the whole idea of societal pressure and doing right. things the way that like everyone does them, like, Come on. I'm going to call bullshit on it. Like yeah. we are, we are a planet made up of a billions of individuals. Like why is there a way to do it? Well, also I want to be like, who made up these fucking yeah. rules? Because now that we're like debating the constitution and all this shit, shouldn't we talk about this thing too? Yeah. The I mean, only issue there goes back to the way that women's bodies only work a, a certain way. Like they don't, they just don't, it doesn't give us much like or many options. Like, you know, it kind of, that's not true. Cause there, now there are a lot of options. There are options and there are a lot of kids without families. And you also, you have to let go of the idea of stuff, just like you were saying. Um, okay. I'm going to read another message. This one, her screen name is weird. So we're going to call her Carrie. I don't don't know, but she said, (laughs) um, this is about the, do you feel pressure? She said, oh my gosh, I have so much to share. Oh, anonymous, anonymously. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. Uh, we'll call you Carrie, but we don't really we'll know your you. name. Actually, I actually don't. Okay. I'm about to be 30 and I didn't lose my virginity until a year or two ago. Your biological clock starts screaming at you and it's so much pressure because you're barely having experiences. And how do you throw all the mistakes people have in their twenties and into your thirties? And everyone around with the families when you just crave that, that is to me, that's like the hardest part. But how do you have, but how do you have that when it's also new to you? 
Don't forget when your parents are craving grandchildren. It's so hard and even harder to talk about it because people say it'll happen when the time is right. That is one thing that drives me crazy. Like, well, just like, just hold on, you know, when it's the right time, it'll happen. I believe that, but like, it's so fucking annoying when you're in this situation and you're like, you really have this desire, you know, you're like, why the fuck would the universe give me this desire if it's not going to fucking fill it? Well, how about the sort of, um, the dichotomy between like, I mean, clearly anyone who's saved like did not have sex until she was 30 right was being fed a message from her family like to hold on to her virginity or she just like didn't meet anyone or maybe that she, uh, maybe that, maybe that is the, the case but i i would guess that there was some external pressures that informed her that like your virginity is sacred and you hold on to that but like but now she's dealing with these issues because yeah. she didn't sow her wild oats in her 20s Right. And you know what I mean? It's so, but then she's feeling the pressure of, well, why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? Because you told me not to fuck anybody. Right. You know? Um, so again, it's sort of, I kind of like fuck societal pressure. Fuck what your parents say. Like you, this is your journey, you know? Um, and I think that saving yourself that late can have these negative repercussions mm-hmm. because you, a, you, you, don't know what you really like yeah i don't know if i could say i don't know if i can fully agree with that because I, I i think and this is sort of like i've been a little debbie downer this whole time <laughs> sorry but i do i forgot this was at casual i was like this is like let's talk about I'm dying like, casual as casual as you want <laughs> wow um so anyway happy friday y'all Woo! <laughs> This is real life that happens here, though. You know, no, no more tears. I'm only going to laugh. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo.
Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I think the whole point of all of this, and like when I, I read a couple articles about this, the Every Girl has a really great article about the pressures that women feel. If you guys are um, interested in going to read that, it's theeverygirl.com. There's a great article and they just talk about like, it truly is everyone has such a different journey. You know, like, yes, a lot of people have a lot of sex in their 20s, but maybe that didn't work for our anonymous friend, you know? And like, maybe if she had done that, it would have really fucked her up. And like, or we don't even know what her deal was. But like, I'm general. I was generalizing. Yeah, but I do it too. And it's just like, and that's what we're doing now to be like, I want to be married by a certain age. You know, like when I was in high school, like I dated my high school boyfriend for nine years. Okay. So obviously we thought we were going to get married. And then I got into my twenties and I was just like, I don't even fucking know who I am. Like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know where I want to live. And now like, I mean, I still like hear about him cause I'm friends. Were with you in sister. high school for nine years? Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that about me. <laughs> It was, took an extra long time. No. <laughs> we dated through high school and college. We started dating in high school and um, high school, college, and into our twenties. Wow. And that's a really long time. That's a really that's like long a fucking time. Marriage. I'm actually surprised you're not married to him. Yeah. Well, it turns out though, like now we're like such opposite people. Like he's the best dude, and I have so much respect for him and his wife and their kids, and I'm like so happy for them. But. Um, we're so different. Right. Like I can't we're together I'm, for circumstances. Probably. Well, we were just young yeah. too. And we like went to the same school at that point, you know, or same schools. And it, we just, our bubble was a lot smaller. So you sort of don't really know any different. And then you like go, Oh shoot, there's a whole world out there. And like, what do I actually want? And I couldn't say at that point. So right. anyway, my whole point is, is everyone just has such a different journey. And like, I thought, I would have been married to that guy and then I just wasn't ready to get married and we'd been together so long. You kind of have to go your other ways. And yeah, I wonder, I mean, cause I grew up in a really small town too. And it's, I wonder like if some of these people that were married and are still together, like had they left, would they ha- have actually, right. I, so I read a lot of messages from people saying like, even this was mind boggling to me, but like at 23 and 24 feeling like, Oh my God, I like everyone around me is married and having kids. Like I can't process that. That's like, how the fuck do you know who you oh are? 23 or 24. I would wake up in the morning and be like, how did I get home last night? Well, like, right. You know what I mean? I mean I'm like, like, thank God I got home. <laughs> right. How did or I then you wake up and you're like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Not, yeah. And so, I mean, but that's great. But I do think that's a big problem, like where a midlife crisis comes from and stuff, because you never spend the time to get to know what you actually want. Right, right. Anyway, okay, here's another another comment. This is from Amber. She said, yes, I feel like I should be married now. I'm almost 39 single and no kids. I'm just so picky and it's hard for me to put myself out there. I feel like time is ticking. What do you think about the the picky thing? Well, I mean, I think picky is a really easy word to put on it. Like, Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Do you think there's more to it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's like if you haven't found your person, it's knowing what you're, you're, knowing your own worth and what you want. And if you haven't found that person, then you shouldn't settle. Yeah. 
picky is probably not the best way. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think that she's treating herself fairly to say, I'm picky. Okay. Maybe she's not putting in enough effort to find the person. Like, if, if, if you think it's just being picky, that's, I don't think that's really the cause. Like, you have to switch something up, you know? Well, like, you're not meeting I agree with that. the yeah. people in wherever you're going, the church, the hobbies, whatever you have that you're socializing in. Or if you're you nitpicking like you're, everything. Right. Like, I, I do think that there, we have a, a couple of friends who I've had this conversation with because they'll go on a bunch of dates, but there's always like the thing, you know? And like, I relate to that too. Like being single for a couple, a couple years in between each relationship or whatever, you're kind of like, Ugh, until you find one that you're actually into. And I think that's just dating, but like, but if it's like the smallest, tiniest thing, it starts to make me be like, are you really like turned off by that? Are you just making excuses? Like, is there a bigger issue here of maybe you have commitment problems or you just are not, you know what I mean? Like something. So sometimes I might be like, maybe therapy is also a good idea. Like to just be like, what is this? Like, and maybe you're right. It's not meeting the right person or maybe there is a deeper issue. Right. Yeah. It's an interesting thought. Um, <laughs> lost my place. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Okay. So that was, uh, oh, this girl I liked, she said, Lisa, I don't feel pressure. It's just so hard to meet people to date. Do you, have you gone back on dating apps ship yet? Come on now. I mean, Give I kind of did. Tell me more. But it doesn't really interest me. You know, it's what's, what, what did she say again? She said, I don't feel pressure. It's just so hard to meet people to date. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel that, like, because when I do go on these apps, I'm like, these people aren't looking to date. They're looking to fuck and or just waste my time. Not and not just my time, anybody's time that will engage with them. Right. Or steal my money. Right. You know, like, I feel like there's so many just catfishes on there now. But that's scary. And it makes it hard because, I mean, especially in the world that we live in now where you can't just go out and meet people at random. But like I, that's not also not like on a Friday or Saturday night. Like that's not what I'm like. I can't wait for the work day to be done so I can go out to a bar to meet strangers. Right. I'd much rather go hang out with my friends. Right. So and that you know because my interest lies there, it makes it harder to meet go meet single people. Mm-hmm. And I've never ever in my whole life been the person that wants to go to the bar by myself. Ever. Hell no. That's not my thing either. And people love it. Like, that's where some people build their community is at the bar. I have a hard time even meeting people in bar. I just end up talking to my friends the whole time. Ugh, I'm like, why are you talking to me? If someone's talking to me, I don't see them as hitting on me. I see them as annoying. <laughs> it's so true. Right. So how are you going to meet people, though? I don't know. But don't why know. are you not interested right now? Just because you're so busy with work? I think it's work. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have a biological time clock. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in a race. Oh, my God. Do you have a vibrator, though? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> she's this is from stephanie and this is like the same thing we were talking about so much pressure i just turned 30 and i'm not married i want kids more than anything steph girl you got time i can't she even just like, turned 30 she just turned 30 Steph, you fine yeah. but i want to be 100 happy with the person i'm with and i don't want to rush into anything scared because of the difficulty i've seen with my friends my friends go through with getting pregnant okay so i mean here's what i will applaud stephanie on she's being proactive and she's thinking and this is what i've said in other podcasts especially when i talk about the egg freezing it's just like start saving your money and like start a savings account right now you're 30 this is perfect start a savings account even if you're putting five dollars in it or whatever it is like 
start putting money away so that if you know two years goes by and you're like not meeting the right person, you can go freeze your eggs. Right. And then that takes off so much pressure. Yeah, because it's about quantity, right? Um, yeah, it's about quantity. Yeah. I mean, you want high quality too, but the younger you are, the better both right. are. So right. the more you get, the better the chances of getting a lot of good ones. And yeah, but like if you're 30, like there's no need to freak out yet. And there's definitely no need to rush into a relationship to have kids. Like we do have options now, which is an amazing thing with technology. And props to her for thinking about I it mean, at a she young sounds age. Like she's doing it right too. Yeah. Like not rushing into about something, it. observing. Exactly. I mean, all in all, those are the big ones. So I really think like, I just don't want to leave this negatively. And I think I'm pretty emo about it right now. (laughs) I just had a birthday too. You know, it's like a combination of all these things. Thank fucking God. The universe is chilling out a little bit. Like I had my, um, energy read and my tarot cards read earlier this week and the universe is about to chill out a little bit. Like, I think we all need a break. Hey, and I'll also say my sister had a baby at 42. But did she have any sort of fertility issues? Um, yeah, she had she she had lost some babies. Yeah, okay. uh, I don't I mean, know that like her listen, egg count was ever low. Listen, Mary had a baby, you know, like I'm saying, Jesus. Yeah. So like, <laughs> immaculate conceptions can happen, and I do think it's about an energy. Like I had a terrible year last year. And I was trying to do that. And right. I'm like, my body was like, what the fuck are you this doing? This is the last thing yeah, you need like, a baby. Are you kidding me right now, right. Kelly? Like, you're not in the right place to even produce anything. Like, I could barely even function. So it probably was terrible timing and stuff. Like, who knows? But yeah, I do think we all have to put good vibes into the universe for what you want. And then I think you have to take the right action steps to really, like as a woman, I think it's important to take the action steps to align with your goals. Like, I think men are so much better at that than women. Like, I think we can go, you know, that guy's great at this. He sucks at this part, but, and we'll like make all these exceptions. I am so guilty of that. And then you find yourself down the road in a bad relationship and like in a place where it's like, this isn't going to work. And you've wasted so much time because we like make exceptions. Whereas guys are like, yeah, this doesn't seem like it's working or this doesn't line up with what I want. So I'm not going to fucking do it. Right. So I think it's more about like knowing yourself, owning yourself, not being so scared into like our fear and our shame about this topic and just really deciding what you want and like going after it. Right. And, and understanding too, and accepting that there's never just a straight path to anything, you know, Mm. leaning into the journey. Yeah. That is so fucking hard. Yeah. Ugh. But it, there is a reason we're doing all the things we're doing. Yeah. I mean, you have to sort of stop and ask yourself every day, like, what was the lesson in that? You know? I'm like, and it might p- not be obvious. Yeah. I'm also just like, have I had enough lessons yet? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you know what? On. Like, you don't ever want to stop learning. I don't ever want to stop learning, but I could use a hard break right yeah, now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you could. Well, can we pump the brakes here? You know, I read something the other day on Instagram, and I'm going to, I'm paraphrasing now, um, but someone, it was actually like someone had, put a a photo on their story and it was they had highlighted a page in a book and it was like said something like if you need a good cry like write down a list of all the thing amazing things that you've accomplished in your life and then read them out loud to yourself i love that because we all we focus on are the the challenges it's It's, so true especially right now with all the challenges just in the world in general right yeah wow that's really good actually yeah is this even an act casual topic? Because I don't even know. Can you act casual about this? 
Well, I think, yes. I mean, I think sometimes it's like life isn't meant to be this thing that we control. Right. Sometimes you have to lean into the casual side of it and just like accept that it is life. And live day to day, day one day day. at a time, one day at a time. And some days it's fine to be hard on yourselves. Some days you just got to act casual. Amen to that. (laughs) I should have just let it go on that That was such a good sign off. Last week, we almost forgot to even like end. I always am like, wait, how do we get out of this again? I'm supposed to say what? Oh, fuck. And if you like, if we were actually videoing it, like you'd see me kind of look at her like, are you going to say it? Are you going to say it or do I just say it? My brain is like, I just want to (laughs) cry. Listen, I'm going to go make a list of all the things I've accomplished in this life. And I'm going to sit on my front porch. And you know what I'm going to do? Cry. No. (laughs) I'm trying to set you up now. I'm going to act casual. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com.